Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. An interesting item in the Irish news, and it's a headline, Identity Issues and Brexit Will Dictate Voter Choices. Uh, John Manley, uh, writing in the paper, says, All but three of the North's 11 councils have approved inflation-busting rates hikes in recent weeks, while some local authorities send 10 times the amount of rubbish to landfill than their neighbours. These are two major issues over which councils have control, but it's unlikely they'll be to the fore in people's minds as they enter the polling booth on Thursday. And John is on the line. John, good morning. Good morning, Frank. John, we're also hearing this morning on the programme about child poverty. I don't know whether any councillor can do anything about that. They can certainly uh, rattle cages, but you make a very, very good point regarding what councils have powers to do and what points voters are going to be making on Thursday. A lot of people don't even understand that it is a council election. They just see another opportunity to vote green or orange or to express an opinion on Brexit, even though the council elections have diddly squat to do with Brexit. Yeah, uh, and I think uh, another third option is that they may not vote at all. Frank, um, I think a a big fear about this coming Thursday would be a high degree of voter apathy. Um, You know, it's very rare for us to have a standalone council election like this. For example, in 2014, uh, it coincided with the European elections. You know, so people go to the ballot box to, to cast their vote twice, and that tends to lift turnout. So, uh, and now, as you know, we we are scheduled to have another uh, a European election later in the month on the on the 23rd of May. Um, whether that, uh, you know, people just might be election weary, I think, at the moment, or election fatigue, as they call it. 
Yeah, but I would imagine on the doorstep, people are not asking questions about what the councillors can do at a local level. They're not asking about the, the street lighting. They're not asking about the bins. They're not asking about planning. They're, 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 they're talking to the politicians, maybe in anger at the lack of governance from, uh, and from Stormont, or they may be complaining about the stand they've a party has taken on Brexit. These are it, It's like a different level that the voters are expressing their annoyance or maybe their pleasure about, whereas they're taking it out on the councillors who don't have the power to do anything about it. So are we really going into these elections on Thursday to vote for or against parties as opposed to for or against councillors? Yes, yes, I, I think so. Um, you, you, you know, I imagine when if a concert does call at your door, uh, I haven't had anybody knock at my door, I must admit, but then I'm out all day. Um, so, you know, when they do call, I, I imagine people do raise issues like street lighting, planning, etc., etc., those things, but although the, the councillors, it must be said, do not have control over street lighting. That's actually important. That's, that's important because it's one of those things that we do bring up with our councillors, but yet no, they'll, they'll relay us to the relevant department. Yeah, exactly. But they, they see they do have very limited powers. But the last thing a councillor is going to do is knock on your door and say, you know, I have very limited powers. So there's not much real point in voting for me. Uh, I'm not a big fan of local government myself, Frank. You know, because because of that, uh, you know, it, it really doesn't serve a function. It's just um, it gives the the illusion of giving people power. I think in many ways. Um, so, so to go back to the, you know, what are people actually voting about? I'd say it's for an indication of, of, of that, you maybe look at the uh, party election broadcasts that have been um, on TV over recent weeks. And I think maybe with the exception of the Alliance Party, they put their councillors very much to the fore and stress that this is a, 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 an election about, you know, a local government election. Now, that might be... The, 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 the reason for that perhaps is that uh, the Alliance Party doesn't have any members of Parliament or possibly any prospect of any members of Parliament so they feel that they must stress their their strength at uh, local government level but generally the parties you know uh, the, the DUP for example you get shots of Arlene and uh, Arlene Foster and Nigel Dodds going into Downing Street um, the relevance of that to where you cast your vote in the local government election I'm not entirely sure but it really just it underlines that you're you're voting for a, a brand as much as uh, the guy you know the local councillor you know that you may go and discuss your planning application with. Yeah, you, you do say that, you know, you, you haven't much time for local government, but now that we've 11 super councils instead of, I think there were 26 previously, now that we've got these so-called super councils, do they, do they not have any superpowers? Not really. They, they, the, uh, Stormont ensured it. In my in my view, Stormont is a super council. Uh, it's the equivalent of you know one of the big sort of metropolitan councils you would get uh, in Britain. Um, so the the really to have even then a, an, another layer of of government is just a, is we're over governed uh, in many ways. Um, 
But yes, now we don't have... Stormont blocked a lot of the powers that were going to be devolved to um, to the local councils, such as regeneration powers and different things. So they are quite limited. They have the, this control over planning, which was previously more centralised. Uh, I'm thinking many councils you'll find a, a massive backlog in the number of uh, planning applications. You'd have to question whether councillors are uh, qualified to um, to. To, to, to pass certain applications because often they, they go against what the planners themselves, what qualified professional planners would recommend. The councillors often overturn that. And in many ways, you're building up, a, potentially building up problems in the future for the sh- sake of short-term expediency. I see someone saying there, I'm home all day, every day, and not one candidate has knocked my door. I say, Count your blessings. <laughs> you hardly, <laughs> hardly want a, a whole load of knocks during the course of the day if you're, if, you're, if you're in the house. But do you get a sense, John, then, that probably it would have been an exceptionally low turnout if there hadn't have been the Brexit debacle and there hadn't have been the other issues that reared their ugly head recently here in Nor- in Northern Ireland we would have had we would have had a very very low turnout on Thursday but now that politics is so much in the news that people are, are, are jumping on the bit to get into a polling station I don't I don't know Frank I don't know it's very it's difficult to gauge because you know yes people are are concerned about the implications of Brexit and, and difference but do, do they do they really think by going and casting a vote for uh, a local councillor that or and many councillors because let's not forget it's uh, proportional representation so you can use your vote many times uh, but do they really think that that will have the effect the outcome of Brexit I, I don't think so and you know similarly do, you know does voting for a unionist councillor does that do anything to secure the union or uh, conversely voting for Sinn Féin does it take us uh, any nearer to United Ireland I, I don't think so and it really it, it, what it requires is we need to 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 refocus the debate uh, and and have it more you know I'd hardly do that I don't know it's a, there's a role for the media here but really try and make it about local issues about recycling about your rate spill about what you're getting because I think it, it gets it lets a lot of local councils by voting for these identity issues you let them off the hook. Just one final point to you, John, regarding the bigger picture at Stormont. Do do you see any progress being made there considering the talks and the negotiations and the meet-ups of governments? I'm not optimistic, Frank. I don't think we'll, we'll, you know, the the midsummer deadline that was mentioned last week, I think, is overly optimistic. I think perhaps we may get a bit of groundwork done uh, and give us an idea of what needs to be done, but um, no, I wouldn't hold out on it uh, too much hope. There's just there's just too many things looming in the background, namely Brexit, namely the uh, the report from Sir Patrick Coughlin's uh, RHI inquiry, the EUP's confidence in supply, deal with the Tories. All these things are somehow impeding the possibility of agreement. Uh, so I think we've, the, 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 the two governments' hands has been forced by, by a sort of uh, an outpouring of public sentiment. And, you know, I think they've maybe just uh, tried to put things together too early.
Okay, John, thank you very much indeed. Uh, John Manley, uh, no words of encouragement or inspiration there for uh, politicians saying it as he sees it, the political correspondent with the Irish News. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 